Welcome to Season 3 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes In Defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 127 is entitled Charity. Few words in our day are more corrupted than the word charity. Today we think of the word charity as socialism, welfare, free stuff, ignoble handouts, secondhand clothes, dole or condescending gifts. Charity has nothing to do with redistribution of wealth. Charity is a virtue, not a bank, a fund, or a commodity store, as Paul said. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. If charity does not dwell in our heart, then nothing that we do with our hands will matter when we give account to God for our actions. Charity contains the highest virtues, long-suffering, kind, unenvious, not boastful, not puffed up, patient, persevering, and unfailing. Charity includes faith and hope. Charity is the love of Christ in its purest form, and the only charity is that which communicates that love to others regardless of the way that we use our wealth. Charity doesn't just help people out, it also lifts people up. More people are killed with unkind charity than are saved with foolish dole. False charity is like pain medicines that relieve for a moment, but addict for life. We need to restore charity to its rightful place, as well as all the other virtues taught so clearly by Christ and held fast for centuries by traditions. It was those virtues upon which this country was built. Misuse of charity can destroy a person, a family, or a nation. Charity encompasses all virtues. Charity is Christ-like love. Man is driven by methods. Christ understood principles. We must remember that Christ used a whip to cleanse the temple. He was not confused by imitations. He measured charity by its consequences, not by its selfish returns. Little by little, our nation is beginning to understand the dangers of enabling through misguided love. A charity that increases dependence is false love and hateful revenge. Through his prophets, the Lord said, By pureness, by knowledge, by long-suffering, by kindness, by the Holy Ghost, by love unfeigned, by the word of truth, by the power of God, by the armor of righteousness on the right hand and on the left. See 2 Corinthians 6, 3-7. Love unfeigned is a sterling definition of charity. When asked by the scribe which was the first commandment, the Savior summed up all the commandments under the word love, which means charity. And one of the scribes came, and having heard them reasoning together and perceiving that he had answered them well, asked him, Which is the first commandment of all? And Jesus answered him, The first of all the commandments is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. And the second is like, namely this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than these. Mark twelve twenty-eight through 31 Perhaps the most spiritual forces on earth are Faith. Faith worketh by love. Galatians 5, 6. Hope. 
we are commanded to put on the breastplate of faith and love and for an helmet the hope of salvation. 1 Thessalonians 5.8 And charity, the greatest of all. Our nation was built on that divinely orchestrated triad. Faith, faith in self, faith in others, and faith in God. Hope, hope for the future. And charity, love of self, love of country, love of life, love of family, love of others, and love of God. It is no coincidence, however, that love is associated with faith and hope. Hope is associated with love through faith. If we could only fulfill the law of Christ. Love our enemies, bless them that curse us, do good to them that hate us, and pray for them which despitefully use us and persecute us. Matthew 5.43-44 And bear one another's burdens. Galatians 6.2 How easy life would be. We would have a heaven on earth. We would live in a world without fear and without hate. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. If a man say, I love God, and hateth his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he hath not seen? And this commandment have we from him, that he who loveth God love his brother also. 1 John 4, 7-21 Love, by definition, means that we elevate our brother, not degrade him. Those who use pretended charity to exploit the misery of others are serving neither mankind nor God. They are serving only themselves, speaking lies and hypocrisy, to increase in wealth, position, and power. The purpose of distributing necessities must not only help in a crisis or meet the exigencies of the moment, but... Given in love must also lead to self-reliance. That which does not lead to self-reliance itself soon becomes a tyrant, creating emotional dependence. Those who exploit the poor in the name of charity are servants of the devil. Every Christian has wrestled with the astonishing statement, God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. See 1 John 4, 7-21. through we are all looking forward to the fruit of the tree of life spoken of by John. In the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river, was there the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruits, and yielded her fruits every month, and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. Revelation 22.2 And we already know what that fruit is. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. Galatians 5.22-23 And we know how to harvest it. If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments, and abide in his love. These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. This is my commandment, that ye love one another as I have loved you. John fifteen ten through 12 
Is there any Christian who does not have burning in his heart the most famous words of all scriptures? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. John 3.16 I should like to end this podcast with a poem I wrote in honor of my first wife Mary, who died of cancer, and who lived a Christ-like life. It is written in the form of a conversation between Mary and our third daughter, Sue Evelyn, who is named after my mother, Sue Evelyn, and who has a daughter, Evelyn, Sue, who is called Evie. Sue was called Sue Bear after the A.A. Milne character. We have another daughter we call Rue. Mary read children's poetry to our six daughters on a regular basis. A Mother's Gift What do you see, Mary said to little Sue, looking under her bed. I see a ghost and a goblin too. Will you stay with me the whole night through? I see a hoodie, a footie, and you're missing tights. I agree, it is a frightful sight. But it is time to say good night, so close your eyes while I turn out the light. But what if monsters come looking for me? If I close my eyes, I can't see. Oh, my Sue Bear, I thought you knew. If you can't see them, they can't see you. What do you see, Mary said to little Sue, tucked tightly in bed. I see nothing, and nothing sees me. So in the morning, here I'll be, but only if you stay with me. Here's a mother's prayer to follow you in your dreams the whole night through. Here's a mother's kiss to carry your dreams on the wings of hope and bright moonbeams. Here's a mother's hug to linger with you now and forever and ever after, too. I leave with you these blessings three, faith, hope, and charity. These my mother gave to me whenever I slept fitfully. What do you see, Mary said to little Sue, nodding her head. No answer came from sleeping Sue, for in her heart she perfectly knew what her mother said would always be true. Do you know, Mary said to her smiling child asleep in bed, I see Sue, a mother-to-be, and when your child sleeps fitfully, you will be just like me and give to her your blessings three, faith, hope, and charity. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast. In Defense of Christianity is available at RonaldMesser.com.